What's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and this week we're taking a look at not just Aquaman 2 or Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, but also the DCEU because it's over. It's done. It will never happen again. Some people probably think that's a great idea. I know one person, and that is my good friend, Kurt, who is back again. And you haven't seen Aquaman 2. You're yeah. just here to relish in the death of the DCEU. Yeah, it's one of the best things that happened to me in my adult life is the DCEU ceasing to exist. And barely existing to begin with. True. Really. Yeah. All right, so the first thing we're going to do, Aquaman 2 just came out on digital. I got it right away because it's just me, you know? Hi, baby boy. Talking to the fishies? You and me, son, are different. We're special. We're connected to the land and the sea. I can't wait to introduce you to all the majestic creatures on our planet and show you how awesome this world can be. Yeah, you and me. I'm gonna kill Aquaman. Even if I have to make a deal with the devil to do it. Free me from my prison and all my power will be yours. The key to this prison is the royal bloodline itself. He needs us. We're the end of the bloodline. No, we're not. Junior. He must be stopped. I'm coming for you. He'll destroy everything he holds dear. You want blood? Come get it! Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Only in theaters December 22nd. I probably, in hindsight, could have waited. <laughs> but I thought might be a good time to talk about it. And once again, Jason Momoa is back as uh, Aquaman. I'm not going to go through the, the whole movie or spoil everything. Because, you know, it is fairly new. I mean, it is still in the theater here in really? Iowa. In Fort Touch, Iowa. Yeah. Good. So at least it was as of yesterday. And really? I thought it was funny because I was like, well, I'm just going to watch the movie here instead. But this movie, they, there, we, I had heard for a long time there were issues. One thing that I've always liked is James Wan is the director. So James Wan is probably best known for horror stuff, right? Like, at least in my universe. Yes. Uh, he's done mainly horror and uh, Furious 7. Furious, Furious 7, that's the one, one. Fast and Furious movie, yes. Yeah, that's that's what got him the job with Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, you know, I do like some of his horror, not a lot of it, but one thing I like is that he, he's a big creature person and likes the scares, and you can tell he kind of leans into it with uh, the Aquaman movies, like, especially the, have, did you see, you saw the first one, didn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's the creatures from the trench, and I thought that part was really good. They were going to make a trench spinoff, which I thought was really dumb. Oh. And apparently I wasn't alone because it didn't happen. There's a lot of DCEU movies that ended up not happening that they were going to. But surprisingly, Aquaman 2 is where it all ends. <laughs> and uh, a little synopsis, if you don't know, Black Manta seeks revenge on Aquaman for his father's death. 
just like in the first one. Wielding the Black Trident's power, he becomes a formidable foe to defend Atlantis. Alchemy forges an alliance with his imprisoned brother, and they uh, protect the kingdom. They must protect the kingdom. And spoiler alert, they do protect the kingdom. Um, yeah, this is kind of becomes like a buddy cop movie. And it's not really a buddy cop, but a buddy movie. I, I, I don't know. I, I was describing this to a friend of mine over messaging the other day as uh, it's a movie I saw. <laughs> like, I didn't have strong feelings really either way other than I didn't know where this was going. I really like how bright and colorful it is. Sure. Just like the first one. Yeah. I like the weird world that they've made with Aquaman because it's such a I mean, it's such a dumb character. And I mean, they make fun of him. He makes fun of himself in the beginning. It's like, haha, yeah, I talked to fish, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, they, cool. they they make a reference like that. I mean, it is silly. And the comics can be pretty silly. I've only really read the new 52 books for a while, which I thought were great. Sure. I think I remember t- telling you, I'm like, these are really good. You should read them. I don't know if you ever did. I assume you did not. No, I didn't believe you. <laughs> Well, they are. They're great. <laughs> um, but I like the underground world or, or underwater world. I thought it was kind of fun. And and they have a lot of weird creatures. There is moments where I feel like they lean into horror again a little bit. Okay. I, the trench monsters might be there, but it might be other things, too. I'm not exactly sure. Um, one thing I like is how ridiculous Black Manta looks in the comics. I like how they preserved that. Yeah. And didn't like try to change it too much. And he looks even better in this movie. Black Manta's cool. Like, I like Black Manta, and I like how he looked in the movie. I just have no urge to ever put my eyeballs on that film. Uh, Black Manta, played by Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. He was also Black Manta in the last movie. I liked him in this. However, it is Black Manta, but it's kind of not. Because, you see, there's an ancient evil called Cordex, uh, played by a guy from uh, Game of Thrones. And there's like a curse type of thing where they try to take over a long time ago. It's sort of like Lord of the Rings. In fact, the demon version of this character looks like the bad guy, Saruman, in in that. So, okay, or Sauron. I don't remember which one's which. Anyway, it's dumb looking. And he (laughs) makes a trident just like the bad guy in Lord of the Rings made a ring. And every time somebody touches it, you get like a backstory uh, dump of what happened in the past. And they explain everything like in too much detail. Uh-huh. This movie is over two hours long. It really doesn't need to be over two hours long. So he's kind of like possessed by this guy and it makes him super strong. And but Black Manta looks better. And one of the things I love about Black Manta in this one is like he has a layer and he has henchmen. Oh, and sweet. the henchmen are dressed like henchmen. Underwater henchmen. Yes. OK, <laughs> they're I mean, they're 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 in like, like a cave system, I think. Okay. And like this looks like a factory almost. It's really weird, but it kind of reminds me of Batman from the 60s. All like right. his henchmen are in almost scuba suits. <laughs> That's not what I was picturing at all. I was picturing like hoodies and like beanies. there's no mask, but it's like a rubber suit all the way up around them. I mean, it looks like they're about ready to go scuba diving. It is hilarious and ridiculous. And the whole time I'm like, this feels like Flash Gordon and any other like super 70s, 60s, campy sci-fi movie. Yeah. But it's also in the ocean and there's talking <laughs> crab men. And I love that because there's a scene where this giant crab is talking to Dolph Lundgren, who's like a one of the kings of the in Atlantis, one of the like realms or who gives a shit. Of course. Um, and he's got a much bigger part, which I was—I don't know if that needed to happen. He's got a fake beard. I couldn't figure out why he looked so weird. His hair and his beard are not real. They digitized them. Oh, they're doing that again. DC digitizes literally everything. 
and it it's awkward looking and it wasn't the first movie too he plays the father-in-law of aquaman the dad of uh mira who of course is uh amber heard and bought a lot of big questions about her in this movie yeah is she in it is she not in it was she cut out i feel like she was cut out a lot okay she was still present she is and she's actually in quite a few of the later scenes like the last half of the movie she's in it more she's more involved but like they make this effort to make aquaman like this dad and he's got a son now and he's a baby and it's all about how important it is to be a father meanwhile she's like not around (laughs) it's so weird because they they like they've been married and (laughs) he's like doing stuff like he's a single father living with his dad it is so weird because they're trying to have like both and i'm like i feel like she's definitely in some of these scenes and they just took her out (laughs) like she's not involved in that baby's life whatsoever until the baby's in danger and then she freaks out okay and there's a really funny moment at the end i'm I'm getting way ahead of myself but like there's a really funny part at the end when orm aquaman's brother uh patrick wilson and and aquaman kind of saved the day Mm-hmm. After this big battle, which I actually thought the ending fight was really, really cool. And storyline, it actually, I thought it paid off well. But I forget that she's there with the baby in this underwater world. And Aquaman just darts out with his brother and gets the f*** out. Like, they're <laughs> not there in, a, in the next room. And then they're running. They, you see them later running to get to safety. And I'm like, he's such a great father and husband. He does not give a sh- that they're even around. I totally forgot they were in that scene. It's so bizarre. Oh, Amber Heard's got this. She's got that crazy energy. She's going to protect that baby. We'll be fine. Well, and it's funny, too, because I just watched the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut, Mm. and she's in it a lot more in that, and she has an accent. Like, she plays that character in a totally different way than she does in the Aquaman movies. And her hair's a bit more muted. I mean, everything's muted in a Snyder movie, but it's bright, really fake bright red. And there's just moments in this that are just so high campy and it's ridiculous. I didn't hate it, but I didn't really, didn't really like it. So it's uh, Thor Love and Thunder underneath the water. It kind of is. Yeah, (laughs) it kind of is. Aquaman and that wet Thor. You gotta love that. I love that that's how you've always described him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's a weird way for DC to end. I had to send you the last moment of the movie. Oh, yeah, there's like, like this subplot where Aquaman's trying to unite the kingdoms so they can go up to Earth and stop global warming. Okay. Because of what they know with the ocean. Yeah. I mean, he's real big into the environment um, in real life. So he wanted to incorporate that into the movie. But he's like, we, we should share our technology with them. And they're like, no, we can't. Mike, this is the plot from Black Panther 2. <laughs> And the end of Black Panther 1. Yeah, it is. And then at the end, he has a press conference with a bunch of people from Atlantis. And they're like, oh, my God, it's proof that Atlantis exists. Like, you know about Aquaman. Every The world knows about Aquaman. No kidding. We've seen him. Shazam has a poster of Aquaman or the, maybe the kid in Black Adam. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So, like, they know. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's proof that Atlantis exists. He does this press conference about how they're going to unite the world and they're going to be able to stop all this. And I'm like, this is Black Panther. And then the most insane moment happens at the end where he's sort of doing the same sort of speech about who he is and that he's a father and a family man and all this stuff. I'm like, you don't really care about any of them. Right. Uh, and then I sent it to you because it is exactly the Iron Man ending. Yeah. Sort of. He's, he ends it with, he grabs the mic, he goes, I am Aquaman. And then he goes, Yahoo! And like throws it. <laughs> I felt like that was an outtake or like he did it a bunch of times. Yeah. And they're like, just who 
fucking cares. No one cares about this movie. This is the end. It's not going anywhere. Let's just use whatever you want. And it it was so like you didn't believe me at first that it was the ending of the movie. I sw- I swear somebody deep faked that. There's no way that they actually put that on film. See, and I saw something like that on YouTube. And I'm like, no way. I thought the same thing you did. And then I'm watching the movie the other night and my my mouth just drops. I'm like, that's the last moment for the DCEU. <laughs> it was almost like, I don't care. This isn't going to. Because I mean, they they had a bunch of reshoots on the movie. Dolph Lundgren said the original movie was totally different. Oh, so I'm wow. like, oh, here we go again. We're going to have a wand cut and <laughs> to go with the air cut. That's never going to happen for Suicide Squad. Um, I mean, Snyder cut ended up being real, so who knows? But yeah, true. it was just bizarre. And then there's a post credit scene that is just a joke that's dumb. And I'm like, so that is the final moment of the DCEU. And it's a mixed bag, like kind of all of them are. I mean, I, I think the first one's a little bit better, but I like the cool designs of, of the creatures. And like, there's kind of a neat bar scene. that's like a pirate bar, but it's a bunch of like underwater sea creatures. And I like the like the creature effects that they did. I thought that was kind of fun. Like SpongeBob? Kind of. The salty Splatoon? It's sort of like Spongebob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a character named Kingfish that's voiced by Martin Short. Which like is, Spongebob? Which ridiculous. No, no. I wish I kind of wish he did. He's just a big fish. It would have been a nice moment to incorporate King Shark from yeah. Suicide Squad. That would have been kind of fun. Well, but this movie really is its own thing. Like it doesn't really connect to anything else because why would it? It was supposed to. There was going to be a scene with Michael Keaton. There might have been one filmed and then they did one with Affleck and neither. There's nothing. There's no extended characters in this whatsoever. You might have to explain that to me because I also didn't watch Flash. Well, that's the thing with the Flash as well is like they weren't sure where they were going. And then studio heads changed and producers changed and James Gunn's a part of it. And he got involved in the ending of the Flash. And really, do you want to know the ending of the Flash? Yeah, I will never watch it, Jay. You can okay. So <laughs> Michael Keaton's in it. Obviously, you know that. That's in all the everything for it. Yeah, and he's Batman. Ben Affleck's in the beginning as Batman, and then once Barry does the time business, mm-hmm. he goes into the world where Batman exists, and it's and it's Michael Keaton. Okay. Uh, Batman's retired at that point, but he gets back into it, and you know, as the movie goes on, Batman does not live in, in the in the battle. Oh, and he kind of sacrifices himself. But then Barry, the second Barry, the younger, more immature Barry Uh can't live with that. And he can't live with Supergirl also being killed. Like the two new characters that they bring in, they kill immediately. It's it's kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, where's this going? And so the whole thing is is second Barry trying to go like thousands of times to try to fix it. And they always end up getting killed. And so you never really know how the last thing ends up until the end where Barry one Barry prime, I guess, uh, is leaving the courthouse. His dad's got out of prison or whatever. And Bruce calls him and, uh, a fancy car pulls up and out comes Bruce Wayne. And it's George Clooney. No, like he didn't fix the ending. Like he didn't fix his world. It's completely messed up. And, and Ben Affleck said, if you leave, like you're going to destroy this world one way or the other. Yeah. And then Michael Keaton basically said, you can't go back. Like there's no going back to what you did. And, it's George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. And at one point it was Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. And I think Supergirl at the end. And then there was another one where it was Supergirl and Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up just being George Clooney. It ended up being a joke more than anything else because they weren't going forward with any of those plans. Right. There was the Batgirl movie that ended up not happening at the end too. They've, 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 they
like finished finished but filming and everything was done that's so insane so when they decided they weren't going to go any further anything with michael keaton basically had to be taken out and i don't know this whole franchise from the jump has been ridiculously mishandled what what's the first one i can't even tell you what the man of steel man of steel was the beginning that was a good starting point right it was and it was like as a superman fan I really liked Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. I didn't like his movies, though. Like, I like Man of Steel to a point. I like the first half better than the second. Like, his first flight is really cool. There's a lot of cool things they did. Lois knowing Superman first and then just knowing that Clark was Superman. That's... I thought that was a cool way to go. And then... But the whole killing of Zod, I didn't like. That was weird. And then it goes from... This is is the order that these movies have gone in. Yeah, hit me with it. Because I've only seen patches, but like... I thought so. You know... (laughs) <laughs> and you hate Superman, so I totally hate Superman. <laughs> yes, Man of Steel was first. Then it goes Batman v Superman. That and was the second one. That was the second movie. Three years later, in 2016. Wow. Okay. So then that introduced Ben Affleck as Batman, which I thought he's great in that movie. Ben I hate that movie because of the whole Martha thing, and the story is just such a muddled mess. Martha. Even the director's cut explains things better but it's not any better of a movie but i really like ben affleck as batman i think Zack snyder wanted to make batman from the beginning yeah but christopher nolan had just ended his trilogy so he really couldn't sure because i always thought superman was mishandled he was always like mopey and darker and he was never like he seemed like he enjoyed being superman and that's the opposite of superman he's millennial superman i guess a (laughs) bit of a he's a bit of a bit like batman's dark superman's light that's that they're the they're like, like the temples of them, and that's the thing. <laughs> and it just they didn't do it. But that movie also introduced Wonder Woman, uh, which again, why? Well, okay, I'm gonna defend Wonder Woman for one second. Okay, her movies are wonderful. Uh, her one movie was wonderful. The second, okay. movie I was gonna say, where, what? That's a yeah. hot take. No, uh, the first but, Wonder Woman is great, and introducing her in Batman versus Superman probably was the way to go because all eyes were on that movie like i well, would it's the trinity it's the it's the dc trinity of the three of them yeah like I, I i get that i don't do that i don't go to theaters to see dc movies but i did it for mm-hmm. this one and Wonder Woman shows up and i'm like yeah all well, right they, in that movie too they introduced flash and aquaman briefly they get small cameos in them where ben affleck's trying to find other superhumans yeah. After they kill Superman at the end of that movie. I'm like, come on. And then they hint that he's going to rise because the dirt goes up a little bit. I'm like, okay, so they're going to do that. And then yeah. they ignore that when they do Justice League, both versions. <laughs> yeah, they do. Which is insane. But the next movie after Batman v Superman was Suicide Squad. Mm, yeah. Which featured Ben Affleck. There's a lot in Suicide Squad I like. The director's cut's better, but like, it's just, it's garbage. It had potential. It did. And then all of these movies, I think, fall apart at the end. Like their their ending is not very good. Yeah, then well, I went Wonder Woman, which I liked, but I didn't love as much as everybody else. But I love the trench scene in, oh. when she battles single handedly the army like that. I thought that moment was just amazing. All the slow mo. Yeah, there's so much. Slow-mo. You think Zack Snyder made that one and he did not. <laughs> um, then we had Justice League, the controversial Joss Whedon version, mm-hmm. which I have not watched since the other one came out, the Zack Snyder version. Okay. Zack Snyder's daughter uh, passed away by suicide. Mm. He had to leave. Joss Whedon took over and completely changed everything. Yeah, And it's amazing how different those two movies are. It's like night and day. It's crazy. I didn't think that they could be that different. But You'll never convince me to watch the Snyder Cut. 
it's so good though mm. i promise you it's good and the, be- the here's the weirdest part about it so the regular justice league had the whole cg superman face because he had a mustache while filming mission impossible yeah. couldn't shave it so they they're like oh that's fine we can digitally take it out and it looks like absolute dog it's one of my favorite things to send you I know it is. You send it to me a lot. <laughs> I hate it so much. It looks so weird. But I will say, I think the way Henry Cavill acts in that movie as Superman and the way Superman's handled in that movie mm-hmm. is the best that they had with him. Wow. And then they kind of take it back a little bit in, in the Snyderverse or Snyder Cut. And the thing about the Snyder Cut that I really just, dis- I love, I, it expands everything. Cyborg's actually in it more and has a part that I actually liked. I've literally never liked Cyborg in anything i still don't really like ezra miller that much as the flash well but and i didn't before it turns out they were kind of a monster Um, (laughs) but cyborg stuff is actually really good and like central to the movie the colors a lot better except they make superman suit black and silver for literally no reason like at all yeah what was other than he just picks it he wants to change and be different and basically become superman that we know so he dons black instead it's and it turns out they filmed it in color they digitally changed it black and silver oh come on i know <laughs> and but the thing that I, I don't like about snyder the snyder cut is that it it shows you a glimpse of where they were going and i from what i've heard it was terrible and i because i don't overly like the feeling of the dc movies they're just so dark yeah and overly serious or they try to be Whoa. and then they try to not be after marvel puts something out that is really good and they try to kind of copy it yeah like, i think that's what happened with suicide squad it was serious at first and then the guardians of the galaxy showed up and, and made a bajillion dollars it wouldn't got the director anyway <laughs> yeah yeah that's the <laughs> craziest part <laughs> but like there's a whole thing of superman eventually going bad and them having to take him out and i just i hate that it's just so cliched now to make superman a bad character i mean the boys essentially does that perfectly oh homelander's the best man um so after we get justice league and wonder woman you get the first Aquaman, which I like, but again, it's not great. I mean, it's it's fine. I've I've watched it one time, so like you know, Shazam. I did really like Shazam. I thought Shazam was really fun. My kids like Shazam a lot. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I liked about it was it was light and fun, and yeah, yeah. it was in the DCU EU, but like you didn't need to know anything. It didn't rely on it at all. Yeah, he was just it? a big fan, and I just liked how fun that movie was because everything before was not fun really <laughs> birds of prey i thought was a great movie i really enjoyed birds of prey a lot yeah me too oddly enough it was it was one of the last things i saw in the theater before covid oh yeah whole special place yeah uh, and then christmas 2020 we get wonder woman 1984 on hbo max yeah they didn't really uh they didn't look to it again there's moments in it i like but overall i don't really remember much about it and i don't I, it was pretty dumb from what i remember i, I remember Chris Pine, is that who it is? He looks weird in that movie for some reason. But I mean, I really like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I think she's, I, I everybody they've cast, I've really liked the casting other than Ezra Miller. They're really good at casting other than Ezra Miller. And they seem like they genuinely love being those people. Yeah. It's just the studio that keeps messing everything up. And Wonder Woman ends up being in like most of the movies by the end. That's um, you know that she's the best. After it was revealed that Zack Snyder actually did have the Justice League, that, was, that came out on HBO. Mm-hmm. Then we had The Suicide Squad by James Gunn which was a semi-sequel, kind of reboot at the same time. And I loved that one. I thought it was great. It was a hard R. Mm. It was bloody and vulgar. And it was just <laughs> totally James Gunn, which I thought I, was, I liked that idea. 
I fully believe the Suicide Squad is the best DC movie I may have ever seen. Well, then it had the spinoff of Peacemaker, which was also great. Did you watch that? I never did watch Peacemaker. You should. It is delightful. I bet it's right up my alley. Um, I mean, come on. Then there was the whole calamity of Black Adam, which The Rock has literally been talking about for like over a decade of trying to make. I have the same feeling about Black Adam kind of that I do with Venom in that. Why are we doing Black Adam without Shazam involved? Why are we doing Venom without Spider-Man involved? Like, yeah, for real. It's weird. But what I loved about Black Adam was the Justice Society. I like having Hawkman in it. I loved having Dr. Fate, which I think is a really cool character. Dr. Fate's cool. Seeing them on the big screen, it was just it was really, really cool. But the movie together just i don't think it really fit and that was right before james gunn took over and it seemed like the rock was sort of taking over dc for a bit that was scary and he brought henry cavill back for a post-credit scene with the uh john williams theme which i liked that was the classic superman theme was kind of cool to hear briefly that's nice but then almost a week after the movie came out it's like henry cavill's out he's not (laughs) back as superman surprise (laughs) even and i loved in shazam at the end of shazam when superman comes to have lunch with shazam's foster brother yeah he doesn't you don't see his his head because they weren't sure what they were doing yet right black adam bombs so bad we get the rock back in fast and furious universe so it's just i can't believe how mismanaged this series is <laughs> it's it's so crazy then we have the flat or shazam fury of the gods it's okay it's not great the first one is a lot better than the second movie that seems to be a going theme. And again, Justice Society was supposed to be at the end credits. For some reason, the uh, Zachary Levi, who plays the lead character Shazam, uh, basically says The Rock took the Justice Society away from Shazam oh, and on. wanted a distance from Shazam, which I understand totally. The Rock wanted a more serious movie and Shazam's sillier. And he's They're... like, Shazam works that way. Black Adam doesn't. Like, but you're you're in the same world. You're wearing basically the same suit. Those movies are intimately connected. They are. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the Flash came out and it was like, mm, yeah, I liked it the first time I saw it. Didn't really care for it the second time. It's too bad all that stuff happened before yeah. Flash came out. Yeah, there was a lot of reshoots. There was a lot of Ezra Miller being bonkers. Yeah, And it just kind of ruined that movie. And these special effects are some of the worst I've ever seen. The the babies, the kids in the beginning. Catching babies in the beginning. That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like very early PlayStation 2. Yeah, special effects. <laughs> Resident Evil Four, maybe. Blue Beetle came out um in the summer, and I bought that when it came out, and I really liked it. I forgot that movie existed, as you should, because it's the Blue Beetle. Yeah, I'm like, like we're that far along in the craze of superhero movies that Blue Beetle got his movie. Is is Gun connected to that at all? Like, did he have anything to do with that? So they're gonna keep the kid that played Blue Beetle, but I don't know that the movie necessarily is gonna be canon it, it's very confusing why would they keep blue beetle <laughs> i don't know but he's using a lot of weird characters from what he's said okay Plus, well blue beetle is actually a good character but and that movie was fun it's just if you've seen a superhero movie you've seen blue beetle okay fair enough i've seen plenty of blue beetle though you would probably call it blue iron man oh cool <laughs> because there's moments that are very iron man like kind of too many moments all right but i don't know i thought it was fun there's a family element to it that I really like, kind of like Shazam. Uh, and then we get to, you know, the final Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And there's so many things in like every movie. There are moments that I really, really loved mm-hmm. and think like, oh, that is perfect for that character. The movies never really come together except for Suicide Squad. That seemed to be the one that was the Suicide Squad. Seemed yeah. to be the one that was consistent from beginning to end. But everything else is just such a mixed bag. 
they're just trying to do stuff that they don't know if they can do yet is basically the summation of the DCEU. Well, and like when Marvel kind of has a misstep or a movie doesn't do as well, mm-hmm. they don't freak out and be like, no, we got to fix this. Yeah. We got to immediately start over. Like that's what they've done so many times. And it's like, no, just do better. Yeah. They don't try to be Marvel. Like, they've done a good job of like trying to be their own thing. Yeah. But then also copying Marvel when they can. It's so weird. I mean, if you're going to copy anybody, copy the best, right? So out of all of the uh, DCUs, the, how many of you do you think you've seen? Probably about half. Okay. And not a lot of the current ones. No. I I stopped after Suicide Squad, it seems. Well, and it's funny because, and I said this in, I think, a couple other podcasts, actually. I was going to try to see Aquaman before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. To try to fit into my list of movies I watched that came out that year. But I saw The Iron Claw, and that movie was so great. Yeah. That I felt like that was a good final movie theater experience. And I didn't want to ruin it with Aquaman 2, and I knew it would be ruined. Yeah, absolutely. For so sure. like, I'll watch it when it goes to digital. But <laughs> such a mixed bag of movies. And yeah. I, I'm so mad about it because of you. Because, <laughs> because I know I- how much you love that these movies are not great listen i want them to be good i wanted the dceu to be good because i know you're such a dc fan i'm such a marvel fan i already had basically my whole cinematic experience being wonderful i wanted this to be good for you but the fact that it's not is also good for me because it makes me have something to make fun of you for i know (laughs) i knew if i was going to talk about him i would give it to you to just take a big steamy dump yeah on the whole series but it kind of deserves it to be fair it looks okay going forward because i trust james gunn i do too but he's really going for some weirdness that's fine which i like that it's just i hope it does well he does weirdness he does it well they're all they're also gonna have multiple batman around i don't like that like the batman is its own thing don't like that and then they're gonna have a dcu version of batman no thank you i think that's gonna be confusing for the people at the Batman, okay, I take it back. The Batman is the best DC movie I've seen, obviously. But it's, it's not It's not in the thing. But it's, it's not. It's its own thing. Oh, I hate that. Joker's Anytime they kind of separate, they're fine. It's ridiculous. They have four different timelines and whatever. They're, I don't even know what they call them. Universes. I'm glad it's done, though, because I'm tired of like, oh, good, Henry Cavill's back. Oh, no, he's not. Oh, they're going to go lighter. No, they're going to go darker. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that the Snyder Cut ended up being, I think, my favorite out of it all because i hate where it was going but that movie he told a very very good story i thought and it all sort of worked but yeah man the fact they've had so many different versions of each movie too is like just figure it out why can't you figure it out yeah i'm sorry it's okay i'm gonna go cry now the rewatch podcast is an alpha media production